With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is July the 13th, 2014. This is a program that is very controversial, to say the very least. I have gotten a jillion emails. Um, I'm just going to say this. The program is rated PG-17. If you have children anywhere in your vicinity, you need to ask them to leave the room, go let them play with G.I. Joe, play with the dog, go play with Granny, somebody. Matter of fact, you might not want Granny listening to this program because that's going to jack her straight up. For those of you that, um, that are very religious in nature, I am going to tell you now this show has nothing to do with whether or not um, you talk in tongues or you wear white drawers that cover your navel. It has nothing to do with someone going to hell. So I'm going to ask you to keep your narrow-minded, bigoted butt off the air. Do not call into this program because I'm going to drop you like a bad habit if you do. This program is for the 95% of people that live in this country um, that really are struggling with this issue. You know, um, I'm going to say this. I did this show much to the... um, to put it mildly, against the will of some of my management and some of my producers, the room was quite divided. Uh, even in talking to my agent about doing this program, he was like, man, you are really treading some thin ice. But you know what? I'm a fool. You guys know it. I'm going to tread that ice because I think somebody needs to tread this ice. I think that uh, America, with all of its hypocrisy, is so much of a freaking hypocrite when it comes to women, women's rights, the things that women are entitled to. You know, we, we all day long can have a man go out, and a man can go out and sleep with whoever the heck he pleases. But when a woman does something similar, all of a sudden it's a problem. All of a sudden, if this, and especially if this woman has children, now she's a hoe. Well, first of all, let me tell you something. It takes one and the one. So if you are calling your niece, your daughter, your sister, your mother a hoe because she is a human being, a human being and she needs someone to love her, she needs someone to attend to her needs, 
you need to go get a reality check. Being honest with you, and, and especially um, you religious folks out there, I don't know what, what's wrong with you. You are being the biggest hypocrites I've ever seen in my life. Most of you that are talking about, well, you know, uh, should you wait till sex after marriage? Your freaky behind was having sex before you got married. And some of you, you uh, churchaholics, and I'm going to tell you, I love the Lord. I, I'm a prayerful, very spiritual. I am not a religious man by any means. I think that God reveals himself in many forms, but I don't think God is a guy sitting around looking like Charleston Heston on a throne condemning everyone to hell. I just don't believe that. If you do, that's your business. Please keep your biased and ignorant opinions to yourself, please, because tonight I'm talking to America, and I, I want, let me give a special shout-out, by the way. I want to uh, definitely, I have so many uh, fans that are in the U.K., that net, they say you always get, send a shout-out to Barbados and the islands, and the, you know, the Caribbean and the VI and what have you. And I never say what's up to my friends in the U.K. So those of you over in London, especially Gaz Cooley, I want to say what's up with you. Hope everything's going well on the other side of the ocean. I also want to send another shout-out to my friends over in Kuwait and Abu Dhabi and Dubai. You guys, I appreciate all the love you show me. I get so much mail from the Middle East that uh, I just want you guys to know that I love you. Over the millions of people that tune into this program on a weekly basis, none of you are taken for granted. And I want you to know that as we discuss these difficult subjects, my, um, I am not here attempting to dis- disrespect or uh, have someone's culture going off on the deep end and say, well, you know what, Dr. Young, I don't like you no more because you know it's wrong to be fornicating. Well, let me tell you something. You hypocrite, you little freak, you, you know doggone well if you are, uh, especially if we're talking about people that have children, you have slept with a woman with a child. And if you haven't, you're probably not getting on anyway. And being honest, I wouldn't blame that woman for not giving you none because you're probably a loser. But the truth be told is women have a right to have a sexual identity. I'm going to say it again and again. Women have a right to have a sexual identity and a sex life just like men do. I think that it is a doggone shame, or let me just rephrase it. I'm Blog Talk Radio. I love you. Thank you for making me one of your featured hosts, but I'm just going to have to break one of your rules um, to keep it real. We live in a society that is so bigoted and hypocritical that it is a crying shame. It is a shame that we can watch a woman go through nine months of carrying a baby, probably thinking that her and dad are going to work out. And, and some women, they just choose, you know what, I'm going to have the baby without the dude and sister do your thing. My, this isn't about judging a woman that's not married. This is not about saying that a woman doesn't have a right to enjoy her sex life. As a matter of fact, if anything, ladies, get your freak on. But what we're going to talk about tonight is let's do that the right way and let's look at some things that we probably need to consider because as you are a single mom, 
Uh, there's lots to go on. Now, now let me tell you some of the things that some of you moms out there are sitting and you fed everybody but yourself. You breastfed folks, you cooked their dinner, you've taken care of three and four children, some of them not even yours. Some of you are taking care of children that belong to your sisters and to your nieces, nephew, hell, probably even your mama. Here's something I want to warn you about. The reason why many of you don't have a man in your life, the reason why many of you don't have a sex life is here's what men are thinking about single moms, okay? I took a survey, talked to several brothers, and also let me send another shout-out to Steve Drayden in Atlanta, Georgia. I had a great time. That's Flavor Flav's brother. He's got a great movie coming up. Uh, he's got one. I think it's uh, Married Men and Single Women. I really suggest that you rent that movie, Married Men, Single Women. Definitely rent that movie, okay? You need to see it. Um, but getting to what a lot of single men have said about dating moms, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just drop it like it's hot real quick. A lot of brothers are very hypocritical. And when I say brothers, I am not talking about black men. I'm talking about if you have a penis and testicles and you're, and you're a guy, I'm talking about you. So race is not relevant. And, again, before you guys get it started, I'm going to warn you, get your kids out of the room. This is going to be an adult conversation. If you are one of these folks that you are so heavenly bound that you're no earthly good, go ahead and just cut the program off. Uh, because this is going to hurt your fake ears anyway. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about this, and grown folks talk, and I'm going to keep it real tonight. I'm going to, not going to pull any punches, so if the word vagina scares you, you might want to run. Penis is a problem to you. You might not want to listen to this show. Matter of fact, you might want to get some help, but just don't call Well, yeah, call me, and I'll see if I can tolerate working with you. But for the rest of us, the rest of us that are living in the year 2014, the rest of us that actually enjoy sex and have a libido, you might want to check this show out, all right? Now, let's go here. Sisters, here's what men are not saying to your face. And mind you, these are those same dudes that are complimenting you at work. These are the same guys that are at church patting your child on the head and, and acting like he's deacon good boy, you know, brother cantaloupe and brother watermelon, those, those same cats. These are the same brothers that are your neighbors that are offering to cut the yard and the, the guys that are those scout masters and all that. This is what they were saying. This is what your buddy, Mr. Policeman, who you think is so cool and flying. I'm not knocking the good officers out there that are putting their life on the line for us. Please don't. And this is especially for my military folks, those of you that are working and living near a military base, and you think you got it in heaven because there's just an abundance of men walking around. There is just so much muscle and testosterone around you that, girl, you could look like Chewbacca, and they still hollering at you. This is for all of you because I talk to men that have professions ranging from pro athletes to enlisted men to police officers to doctors to lawyers. Hell, I even talked to some broke brothers that just thought they was cool. And this is what they had to say about dating a woman with a child. So 
The reason I'm telling you this, my dear sisters, is because I want you to hear this. And when I say sisters, I am not just talking black. If you have a vagina and breast and estrogen, I am talking to you because this applies to you. The first thing where a lot of men were saying, you know what, I can't date a single mom. I can't do it. You know, I want a chick with no kids. First, that immature-ass man, y'all need to leave him alone, but you don't know this, especially you ladies that don't look like you had a baby, you ladies that make a little bit of change that's rolling your Bentley or your Benz or your Porsche or your Audi or whatever it is you push in your Acura, even your Toyota Camry. If you look flying, you got it going like that, these brothers will still sleep with you, these trifling-ass men, and that's what I'm going to call them. But this is what they said behind your back. They said, you know what? A single mom is never open. She's never available. You know, they, they, they're the kind of women that are canceled dates at the last minute, and they want to always, you know, uh, it's hard to have a relationship with her because she, she just ain't in the mix. Now, sisters, let me tell you something about that one. That means one of two things. You dating a selfish, immature man, or maybe you've gotten so accustomed to looking out for your kids and your mama and the dog and whoever else that you're not even taking time to look out for you. Have you ever thought about that? I mean, here's, here's how you can tell, okay? When you are more excited about your children's activities than they are, that's an issue. When you get to a place where you feel that your life is built around your children, baby, girl, stop it, just stop it, stop it, stop it. It's not going to work. You have to prepare yourself. Now, some of y'all may have 14 kids. I hope not because it seems like that would make one sore. But the truth be told is are overcommitted to your children, and they get ready to leave your home And based on what I've seen in America, some of y'all need to put your 20-year-old son out. We'll talk about that in another program. Matter of fact, I'm going to say that to you now. If you have a child that's an adult and you're still referring to your 20-year-old as your son and your child, you mean that grown-ass man or woman that lives with you, you need to put these folks out your house. I'm telling you now, ladies, that's one reason why you sitting up there at night getting cobwebs. You know why. You know where I'm talking about, right, where the, the spider done died. The cobwebs are just old, look like a haunted house in your panties. You need to kick these people out your house. Once someone is like 18, 19, they either need to be going to college, trade school, or military, and unless they are physically or mentally handicapped, get their ass out your house. I told you this show is PG-17 tonight, and I'm going to apologize again, but I'm talking to grown folks. Here's what else men said, ladies. They said that the men, this is some men now, and I don't care if your boo is a draft pick or your boo is picking his nose. Bottom line, this is what men said. You make them feel like they're not a priority. Behind her, the job, What's in the sink, the dog, and the kids, the men feel like they're just not a priority. So a lot of men, if you are a single woman and you got a good man, and I'm going to tell you something. I was talking to a dear 
dear sweet friend of mine uh, that made a comment to me the other day. She said, Dr. Young, you know something? I was somebody, I don't know if she said somebody said this to her or she read this somewhere, but if you're dating a man that's always available, (laughs) uh, really, I'm not even going to finish that. Because if you're dating a brother that's got something going on, more than likely he's making time for you because successful men are busy. They're not sitting around with nothing to do, and they can't be on your schedule the way you like. So here's what I'm going to say about that, sisters. If you find a quality dude, make sure that you make your life, your sex life, and the time you have with this cat a priority. And if that means you've got to schedule time and make sure that mama watches them kids, hell, let your mama watch the kids. She's borrowing 20 and $30 from you anyway, well, some of y'all. Let your girlfriend watch the kids. You guys, I just did a review. If you go to drdivonyoung.com, just D-R-D-I-V-A-N-Y-O-U-N-G.com and read the celebrity blogs, I just uh, reviewed a movie, Single Moms Club, right? But it's so true. I love this flick. I really, it's a chick flick in a way, but I think men need to see the movie because they, we need, men need to get a clue of what your world is like. So here's how you handle that, ladies. You sit down with a guy, and before you, I don't care, especially you women that have certain attributes about yourself that men like, and what I mean by that is all men like different things. Some of these freaky rascals love your toes, others your boobs. We already know most brothers love your booty. Okay, all of that's good, but you need to sit down and educate the man about your world, and while you're telling him about your world, why don't you ask him about his? You know, let him know, you know what, you cannot see me during the week, and if you see me, I've got a curfew, you know, because I'm going to have to get a babysitter. I'm going to have to be back home at 9 to put my kids to bed or what have you. And for those of you that are out twerking on Tuesday and Thursday night, you need to bring your behind home. You get What the hell are you doing out twerking? during the week anyway. You need to be home with your kids. But for you decent women that are listening to my program, which 95% of you are, sit down with the guy and say, let me give you my schedule. I work, and my day doesn't just go from 9 to 5. I got one baby. I got three babies. I got whatever. Uh, you got, I got to be up at 6 in the morning, you know, fixing lunches and combing hair or waking everybody up. And then I'm the chauffeur, so I got to drop people off. Then I got to fight the traffic. I have to drive for 30 minutes in rush hour traffic and get to my office. And then typically I have a demanding job. I may not get off until 7 or or 6 or 5.30, whatever. You know, you're putting in more than eight hours. Then you got to drive somewhere and pick up for you with small children, a child from daycare. And then after you do all of that, you need to go home and make sure they're fed and clothed. So communicate that to a man because these good guys, they probably came out of a relationship. And and I'm going to tell you, this isn't gender specific because everybody can marry a fool. So he may have been married to a fool. You was married to a fool. Don't bring let that baggage 
get in the way of you creating something meaningful with somebody because you can't have great sex. You cannot have a good sex life, sisters, if you are having sex with something you're pulling out your drawer that uses batteries. I'm sorry. I mean, for those of you that have just gone off on the deep end and your man has three C-cell or D-cell batteries in a cord, child, please, you know, let's get real. Intimacy is between two people, not you and your rabbit, not you and your bullet. I know somebody's country behind some rabbit. Ain't that bestiality? Ellie Mae, you need to go get an education. It is not a bunny rabbit. Just look it up, Google it, and you'll figure it out later. Now, here's the next thing. Brother said, when the woman thinks the world revolves around her and only her because of what some other guy did, ladies, let me tell you something. Don't punish decent men because of that fool you chose. Nobody made you have a baby with this moron. And you already knew the brother was kind of stupid when he was picking your butt up late and he's driving your car. You already knew this cat was sorry. You already knew it. Or when you're dealing with Mr. Muscles and he bought you some scrimps and after that he abused you and mistreated you, I told you about meeting these brothers in the club. I warned you women. Anytime you go somewhere where everybody is drunk or high and you think you're going to start a good relationship, so stop punishing these decent men because you had a baby by a fool, okay? Here's the other thing men said. Women with children typically don't want to make an intimate connection, and it's because she's so focused on her kids or she's trying to just absolve her life, you know, just go ahead and let me be all off into these children. But I'm not available for you. Now, if you can help me with some rent, car note, ladies, that's called pimping. It's also called uh, being a tool that you use in a garden. If you get my drift, don't have relationships with people. When you macking, don't do that. And a lot of good men don't want emotionally unavailable women no more than you want emotionally unavailable men. You got that? Here's the next thing that brother said, why they will not date a woman with kids. And this is, this is a real one, sisters. Most men will not deal with a woman that has children when the baby daddy is always at your house. Or every time you look up, here come the baby daddy. Because let's be honest, you know what that really is, and I'm going to call some of you out on it right now. Stop screwing your, da- your baby's daddy. Either get with him and fix it or get some boundaries. You know one thing about that single mom's club movie I love? There was this one sister that her ba- baby's daddy was paying the house note, He paid for the car, and this is especially for some of you ladies that chose to not use your college degree. I don't know why in the hell you do that because one of my daughters does that. I swear to Jesus, I'm going to strangle them, all that money. But, But the truth is, if you decided and you were blessed to marry a man that could allow you the blessing of being at home with your children, sisters, 
if, if that relationship is over, get his fool some boundaries. You will never get what God has for you if you keep hanging on to this fool that, you know, you don't want to make him mad. Because if you make him mad, you're going to have to get out that damn house. If you make him mad, he may take the kids from you. Let me tell you something. Have you ever stopped to think if you would be a self-sufficient woman, you wouldn't need your baby daddy? The other thing is those of you that have a baby daddy that's sorry, and you got baby daddy coming over and you still giving him money even though y'all are broke up, and, you know, sometimes he spend the night with you, and you know what this is really about. You know, uh, to borrow, what's that little ratchet woman on uh, VH1's uh, I can't think of the name of the little Puerto Rican princess, her, beefcake. So you got your baby's daddy, your ex-boyfriend, whatever the hell, in your life because he's the one that buys the pizza for your kids and they're not his kids. He's the one that, you know, he'll come and give you and the kids a ride. Stop being trifling. Go get your own bus pass. If you can't get a car, get a bus pass. Get some other sisters that have the same plight you're dealing with. And I didn't say misery loves company plight or the peanut gallery. I'm saying get another working mom and say, you know what, you keep them this weekend, I got them next weekend. That way you can meet and spend time with a quality man instead of going back dealing with something that you already know did not work for you in the first place, okay? Now, here's another one. This is a big one. This is really a big one. When your little badass kids run off everybody that is a good person, and I'm going to tell you this. I have seen this happen so many times where a woman has been so, and I'm not blaming you, sisters, so don't think Dr. D is condemning you. I love you. I love you madly. You dig? But listen to what I'm going to tell you. You sometimes have been doing it so long by yourself, and I understand that when a man, and I'm not talking about men beat on your children and, and throw, you know, bite your dog when they come over. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when a real man shows up and tells you, you know what, uh, why are you letting that boy talk back to you? Yeah, but see, that's my son. You need to stay out of our business. No, because you're going to be bailing that little, that little thing out later. You might want to let a good man tell you something about that boy. You might want to let a good man tell you that your daughter, your daughter ain't got no business, no damn tattoo, and she's 14. Have you lost your mind? So when a, when a good man shows up, and he wants to come into the environment and tell you, stop letting your son talk back to you. Stop letting a five-year-old run you. Matter of fact, when a good man shows up and he tells you to tell your little hard-headed-ass child to sit down and act like he got some sense, you might want to keep that brother around because there's some guys like me that had a good daddy. I'm an adopted child, but I had a great father. And I'm a good father to my children. I have learned how when, you know, and I'm a single guy. If I date a woman and she's got children or a child, you damn well bet I'm fixing to go throw my two cents in. Because if I end up with this woman, I'm going to inherit the kid. Remember, ladies, you and your children are a package deal. Don't get mad when the man takes needless crap out your package. 
Don't miss out on a good brother because you've been doing it long so long. Because sometimes when you put a fence up around you and around your children, not only do fences keep things from getting in, I mean going out, but they keep stuff from coming in too. And one of the, that's the biggest one where I can kind of take some of these fellows' sides. Now, I'm not telling you let Sam Sausage come up in your house and start just being a dictator and running your children. You know, that, that's, that's some crazy stuff. Don't do that. Now, here's the other thing that men were saying about dating a single mom, that victim mentality and the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. Now, here's what they meant by it is sometimes, and ladies, I understand you're tired, but instead of acting tired, tell folks you're tired. You know what I'm saying? Don't one minute be mother who's in control and and running the house, and the next thing you know, you over here having a meltdown talking about how Shaquita and Billy told you that they need to do this, and now you're going to stop what you're doing. I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you folks right now. And my son is going to want to kill me, but, you know, what the hell, I'm just going to go ahead and sacrifice my whole family for you. And, and I know all my friends, like, in Jamaica are going to be, yeah, man, that's what you do. But I, my son called me one day, and he said, Dad, I got this uh, situation, and I need some money. And I told him, well, I love you, but I'm not going to help you, because if I help you, I'm enabling you. See, ladies, here's what you do sometimes. Sometimes you stand up to the kids because the man that you're dating is, you know, giving you a little change. He's helping out. But when you're dating a brother that doesn't have a lot of extra money, when you're dating a brother that you are wondering, could he take care of us? Well, we live in 2014, people. It takes two people to make it nowadays in case you haven't noticed. So stop Having one minute, everything's cool as long as the brother's paper is long, but when you're dating the average guy, you know, you pay the cost to be the boss. No, everybody's paying the cost, and ain't nobody the boss. Let's work together, and let's not be bipolar, okay? Now, here's the next one. The, the man that looks at a woman that uses her children as a scapegoat, Stop lying on your kids. And here's a sign that you probably lie on your kids. If your cell phone is in a seven-year-old's name, you probably lie on your kids, okay? When your daughter and you are hanging at the same club or y'all dressing almost alike, wake up. And now I'm not saying you young mothers out there that are still, you know, working with God gave you. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But what I'm saying is this. Don't use your kids to lie. Don't have your son getting on the phone talking about uh, telling him I'm not here and your baby gets on the phone. My mama says she's not here. I mean, if you're wondering why that dude bounced on you, that's why. Try to be honest. And then here's the last thing I'm going to say because I want to spend the other part of the show talking about how you good moms that have met a guy that you got your eyeballs on as a good dude can get some quality time with this cat, okay? The last thing is don't bring your old stuff into a new relationship, people. That ain't cool. There is absolutely nothing cool about that. Don't start having your children um, participating 
in situations and circumstances that only adults should be in. Because if you're doing that, the chances are you got some, mm, how, how can we say this, uh, you, you got some of that mess going on in your life. Anyway, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a few calls. Here's the number. It's 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610, and you're going to press the number one, and that will put you in the queue. And you're going to go straight live to air. I'm not going to even let them screen your calls because uh, from what we look like, our lines right now are jammed with people calling and listening to the show. The count of listeners around the world is about the 4 million mark right about now. So I want to thank you for supporting me. But here's what I'm going to do. I hung out in Atlanta, Georgia, just flew in from there today with this man, my boy, Mr. Tony Terry. And since we talk about mama, you know, needs some attention too. Why don't we address that in Tony's hit, Lovey Dovey? You remember this one? We'll be right back. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. <laughs> Anyway, here's what's up. I've got a bunch of callers. I do want to take your calls tonight while we go through this. So if you have a comment or a question, you know, let's keep it beefing to the point. Area code 334, number ending in 1223. You're live and on the air with Dr. Young. Who am I talking to? Hello? 334-1223. You're live and on the air. Okay, I guess you scurred. All right, if you guys want to call in and hit 646-478-5610, press 1. If you've got some advice for single moms or you've got some stories you want to share that can help because we've got a lot of people listening to you. Don't be scared. I'm not going to say your real name, and you don't have to. But let's go, and I want to talk about some of this stuff. Now, when you find the right guy and you decide, you know what? I think I'm going to do this thing. I really think that I want to bring somebody into my life, and how do I do that? You know, I'm tired of holding this pillow at night. I'm tired of rubbing my knees together so hard you sound like a cricket. You know, I'm, I put it in adult terms. I'm horny. I really need some. Well, here's the first thing I'm going to tell you. First of all, don't go have sex with somebody just because you're horny. I mean, I understand. I've been horny. I swear to God. I Trust me, I, in the name of Jesus, I understand. But the truth be told, that is never a good decision, and here's why. If you allow 
yourself to do things based on the fact you're horny, you're going to lay down with, you know, the, somebody for the wrong reasons. And, you know, it may be okay to do working with a little something he packing, whatever you want to call it, or, you know, the brother's got money, he's got some looks, you know, he's got some green eyes or, or cockeyed or whatever it is that turns you on. Baby girl, do not do that because, number one, you are connecting to someone, not just physically. You're connecting to them spiritually. You're connecting to them psychologically. And let me tell you all how the freaky sex thing works, okay? When you have sex, there are several things going on other than you getting a nut. The first part, let me give you how the brain works in neurochemistry. The way your brain works is that you release endorphins when you become aroused. And, ladies, this thing, that's why when your cycle gets near, that oxytocin level is high, your estrogen is up, your serotonin levels off the chart, and now you do something about it. You go, your panties hit the flow, and next thing you know you're doing something strange for some change or whatever the hell it is that you're doing. And all of a sudden, in your brain, you, you, you have this climax and all of these neurotransmitters and hormones just go crazy. Your little pituitary gland is, is busier than a bumblebee in a beer bottle. I mean, you are really getting your thing on, and especially if the brother puts it down. You know, if, I mean, look at Mimi and Nico. Well, never mind. Don't look at Well, look at that. And, and if you want to get one of them shower curtains, I'm just kidding. I'm not endorsing the shower curtain. But the truth is this. Once you have this orgasm, Physiologically, you just had something happen in your brain that is the equivalent of smoking crack, the equivalent of smoking a joint, the equivalent of getting that little buzz, but you're not drunk. You are on a high, but it's a natural high, and it is addictive. Sex is addictive. Here's the other thing. If you are attracted to the person, psychologically, now you're validating yourself. So you're looking at this guy's arms and you're looking at his whatever, you know, the length and girth he's got, he's, what he's working with, the fact that he lasted more than, uh, you know, three minutes inside you, whatever. And all of this now, you've connected this psychological validation with this physiological um, soothing that you just had. Now let's take it a step further. Now you've got your little chicken head with you. You've got your home, girl. You don't call her, ooh, girl, you won't believe what he did to me. He, you know how a fat kid loves cake. That's how he ate me up. I mean, that's, you know, you go in there with it. So now you just involved not only a physiological and a psychological va- validation, you have a social validation. Your little peer group has kicked in. To, I want to high-five you and what have you. Now, all of that's good, but remember, it ain't just you. And I'm going to say this to you ladies that are, don't have any kids that are listening. That can happen to you too. But see, when you are a grown woman, or to put it in the hood terminology, when you're a grown-ass woman, you already know, especially if you ain't had none in a minute, it's been a minute, you, you, done, you know, do knock the cobwebs off. You know, we blew the dust off that thing. Now you're feeling really, really good. But you're not thinking straight. And it's kind of like a 14-year-old girl. She's got the equipment to get pregnant. 
She has the emotional availability to love someone and to be really attracted, and her friends are validating her. You are no different at 35 or 50 than you are at 14 if you don't think this damn thing through. Are you hearing me? You've got to think it through, ladies. And having sex because you just want some is never a good idea. As a matter of fact, I'm going to kick that one even a little bit further. When you are really having um, a relationship that is going to make some sense for you, what you have to remember is it ain't just you no more. You got kids watching what you do, and, and this is especially true when you have boys. I, you know, I watch women, sisters that have sons do some of the dumbest stuff, I swear to God. You do not bring six and seven different men around your son. By the time a man meets your son, you need to pretty much know this brother, and I know we don't, none of us have a crystal ball. I mean, I'm an re- expert on relatedness and relationships and emotional intelligence. I don't have a crystal ball, and I know I can read people better than 90% of you. But here's the truth. Nobody knows what's in somebody else's head, and even if we did, that changes according to circumstance, venue, and pressure. So a guy that may be good right now, he may get a job offer. Uh, He may have some stuff going on you don't know about. And I'm not saying bad stuff. Let's not get dark with it. But what I'm saying is don't get into this situation and you haven't thought this thing through. Okay, that's number one. Don't share information about your children other than what I told you at the beginning of the show. And that's to say you don't even need to use their names. You can just say child A, child B. I mean, that'll sound weird, but just say, you know what, I got to pick up my kids, and I've got to help with homework, and I got to bathe them. And to be honest with you, you don't need to tell a dude about your children in detail until you're ready for him to meet them. Now, I know what the question is. Doc, how long should I wait before I tell a guy or introduce my kids to a guy? Well, I'm just going to be honest with you. There is no right and wrong answer to that because because people are all different. If you know you're dating a guy that's a decent guy, that's got something to lose, you're dating someone that's a public figure that is uh, – I'm not going to say that gives it a green light, but what I will say, if you're dating a man where, you know, you can't talk to his butt at night, because you don't, you don't know anything about him, where he lives. You don't know what he does for a living. Or if he's if somebody else's husband, your ratchet butt don't need to be messing with nobody else's husband. I know that wasn't part of the conversation, but I'm going to say, your ratchet butt does not need to be messing with nobody else's man, fiance, whatever. You know. But if you're dating a decent single guy, you will know, because here are the signs. He will want to meet your kids. That's number one. Number two, just because he met your kids does not mean now they magically end up in the back seat when you are out with him. You just let them meet him. Just, hey, how you doing? And that's it. And, you know, that's what, and, and here's another thing. All you sneaky sisters, and I understand you got to get you some. I understand. I understand. Trust me. I used to be the man that would be getting some from you. But here's the deal. 
You know that little thing a lot of people do? I mean, this is so funny. I swear to God, I have a friend that's a doorman. I used to live in a um, tower, and you could just see all these brothers coming in. He, he tickled, the doorman had me laughing. He said, you could tell all the women with the kids because they're, they're, they're friends. I don't know why you ladies want to call somebody a damn friend that you're just screwing, but your friend comes over after the kid's gone about 11 o'clock. If your kids go to bed about 9, the guy's over there about 10. And then he's, you know, putting his drawers on and asking you for a wash rag at about 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning, leave it. Ladies, let me tell you something. I understand you got to get some, but let's be decent about this here. Let's do this right. Don't be screwing when your kids are at home, especially a dude that you ain't, you don't even know this cat no more than 90 days. What in the hell is wrong with you? That is ratchet. That is hood. Don't do it. And yes, white girl, you can be hood too. I saw you at the BET Awards. Anyway, but the truth of it is, don't do it that way. Go to dude's house. Go check in to a hotel. Not one by the hour, because if his ass is that cheap, you might not. That ain't the guy for you. And if you that stupid, you don't need to be screwing nobody in a by-the-hour motel. And I understand you've been dating a minute. You guys got some history, and you just want to go do this right quick. Cool. But, you know, well, not really cool, because you may wake up itching. But the truth of it is, don't have those things happen while your children are at home. Just for real, that's just straight ratchet. If that man doesn't have a place where you can go lay down with him or can't provide one, you might not need to be with him. And you, trust me, I'm not a current hoe, but I'm an ex-hoe. So I can tell you this before I was ever Dr. D. Yvonne Young, I was that dude. You know what I'm saying? So don't do that. The other thing, those of you that have been dating, you say, Doc, okay, I don't fit that category. Me and the guy I've been dating, he has kids, I have kids. We've been dating six months. I've known him six months to a year. Okay, let me give you this one. At least have the decency to get a babysitter to come and watch those kids. And while you guys go off to another room, make sure the babysitter is watching the kids. And, and here's what I'm going to tell you. I mean if your kids are like three, two, maybe five, something like that. And I'm not talking about the babysitter being your 14-year-old daughter. Hell no. I mean, you know, a babysitter, an aunt, someone you're paying that can keep those children occupied because you simply cannot get away from the house for whatever reason. In other words, it's not what you do, but it's how you do it. Here's the next thing, ladies. Rushing into a new relationship is especially when kids are involved, is something that you don't do. Don't call, And I tell people this all the time, especially you single moms. If you're going to date a single man, and I hope that's the only kind of damn man you will be dating, don't try to lock him down just because you want a baby daddy. Don't do that. What you do with this guy is you date him, and tell them, you go ahead and date who you want to. That doesn't mean you're getting played, sisters, because everybody ain't screwing everybody. I'll admit most, a lot of people are, but that's not always true. You do not want to end up with this dude, and you don't want to corral him, and you don't want to coerce him into a relationship because it is going to come back and bite you in the butt 
what you want to do is date this man and tell him, do whatever you want to do. You want to end up with this guy because you guys are a great fit. And when he went out with other people, he couldn't stop thinking about you. You want to date a guy that you were his choice, not his only option. You want to, you want to end up dating a man that really cares about you and has your interest at heart. Because as you pursue relationships in that manner, then you can move your life forward and move in a direction that is going to allow you to migrate toward another state of condition. And what I mean by another state of condition, you want to deal in a relationship that uh, doesn't cause you to end up being something that is not in your better interest, okay? That's the next thing. Uh, Another situation that you want to deal with is you want to make sure that as you pursue intimacy and as you pursue getting into sexual situations with people, that you have thought these things out, that you've taken the steps to protect not only your interests but the interests of your child in order to avoid having that blow up in your face, it's going to necessitate two things. It's going to necessitate that you think before you act and that whatever you do, especially in the confines of something sexual and something intimate, that you meditate, think really hard, is this somebody that I want my child around? Is this somebody that I want to be able to have a situation um, take place that's going to make a difference in my life and in my children's lives on the long term? And if the answer to that question is no, that is not the guy you need to be dealing with. Just real simple, okay? So do not rush into a relationship. Do not get into a situation where you're trying to manipulate circumstances to cause a relationship to exist prematurely, all right? Here's the next thing. When you get a man in your life and he seems like the perfect guy, watch how he treats people when you go out and eat is a good example. Is he kind to the waiter? Does he open doors? And especially if you have a daughter that is under 18 years old, look at how he looks at your daughter. If you catch that fool eyeballing your 14-year-old daughter's butt, you might want to kick his nasty behind out the house immediately. If you have a man that is smoking weed around your children or coming around there drunk, Or let's say it this way. Let's say your crazy butt is smoking weed around your children and drinking and, uh, you know, you don't mind making all sorts of love-making noises because, you you know, know, that box of wine has kicked in now. That if you have a man that doesn't tell you, you know what, let's not do that, baby. Your kids are here. You don't have a man that says, you know, I'm not fixing to smoke and drink it. They're children here. Both, well, first of all, you as a mother, you need your butt kicked, but you really need to kick his behind out the house. Now, the next thing is 
just because the dude can help with the car note and the rent. Don't be trying to get your children to like this fool. That is you being trifling. Men and good men should have more to offer you in their very presence. My grandfather used to make this statement. He'd say, if you're a good man and you get around a woman and things kind of fly south, meaning they'll go bad, if you've been a good man, she is going to hang on to the back of the bumper while you're trying to pull off. But if you are a sorry man, she's going to give you some, tell her sister to give you some, and give you some traveling money just to get you the hell up out of her life, right? Well, if it's that dude, don't be trying to involve your children to like them. And, and above all, sisters, single women, keep your business and your relationship business to yourself, all right? Now, I'm going to go jump straight into this thing, and I see that we've got some callers. I'm going to tell you guys I'm sorry. I can't take the call but because I really want the single moms to get this, okay? Now, let's say everything I just told you, you like Dr. D. I don't bring people around my house. I am not ratchet. I got my own money. I am dating a decent guy, or I got my eyes on a dude, and what I do, okay, here we go with the Dr. D trim the Afro out your draws conversation. It's so funny. My manager, Christina, tickles me. She said, you do not like pubic hair women, do you? Hell no, and neither does no other man. Um, but here's what you do. The first thing, ladies, go look in the mirror. Check yourself out. And I'm saying, I don't care if you're a big girl, a skinny girl, if you look like a shaved bird, or you look like a, a walking planet, you go do this. Look at what you're working with. If the man loved your legs, girl, show him some legs. If he loved your cleavage, wear something that extenuates that little cleavage you're working with. If you think you find Okay, you know, go ahead and take that risk and wear you some skimpy stuff. But for you normal women that have had a couple of babies and got some stretch marks and, you know, a little bit extra here and there, wrap that up good, okay? Put on something that flatters whatever it is that man likes about you. That's number one. The next thing, make sure that you go and get a lock on your doggone bedroom door. Whatever you do, please lock your door. Why should I say that? Because you don't know if your grown-ass kids are going to come home or your teenager might just have forgot something and when you thought they weren't going to drop in, they do. So put a lock on your door and make sure that you communicate, especially with older children, that, you know what, have the talk. I'm going to be dating Mr. Sam Lunchmeat. He's going to come over with some light bread and some mustard. N never mind. But you get what I, where I'm going with this, right? Make sure that you position things in your home that will provide privacy, security, and above all, above all, after you've been in the house swinging from the uh, swinging, let's say you did go to Home Depot and get the shower pole, you know what I'm saying? I'm not endorsing that video, but, you know, and I'm going to talk about that too. But going, you know, make sure that you clean up after yourself. The last thing you need is a five-year-old or an eight-year-old walking in there when your mother and them or your child's daddy comes to pick them up with a condom wrapper 
or on your phones. If if now all of us got some freak in us. Now let's just admit it. Every one of us, especially men, and a lot of you little freaky women, we ain't all doing the sexting by ourselves. And you got some pictures of yourself and your phone. Uh, make sure that you go to there's a uh, a program I found called Keepsake. Don't ask me, Doctor D. You must be a freak. How you know about this? Just shut up. I'm your doctor. Listen to me. It's all good. Move your little kinky pictures and lock them. I think it's Keep Safe, and there's some other applications. Go to the Play Store. I ain't talking about the little adult store. I'm talking about the Play Store on your phone. Stop tripping. But go to that thing or go to the App Store or whatever and download something to keep your freaky pictures and videos private, and and that way your children – won't be flipping through your phone playing Angry Birds and they happen to stumble across a picture of that man's bird. And I'm not talking about the kind with wings that clucks. You know what I'm talking about. So protect your privacy and respect yourself and your kids because the worst thing that you could ever do, single mom, is now you finally got your man. You're finally able to get you some, and your child finds a video of you, let's say, doing some well, some Something on the camera that is not exactly family reunion type material. You're feeling me? Good. We'll just move past that. For those of you that are really off into some freaky stuff, you know what I'm talking about. Now, let's go to this. Have some boundaries. Single ladies, now that it's time for you to do what you do, get you some damn boundaries. Don't be letting it get so good that, you know what, you, you did the Patron shots. I told you, but don't drink more than two shots of that stuff. But, no, you and Don Julio, uh, you and your little Moscato or whatever it is you're drinking, you had one glass too damn many. Now, you got yourself in another problem. And don't be calling me to my Dr. D. I need your help. I done done it again. I can't help you at that point. I can't help you, especially – when you laying in your bed, your legs gapped open, he laying up his behind up in the air, and you forgot your sister was bringing the kids home at 11 at night. And now they thinking he's gone because you had the decency to put his car in your garage or whatever you did, or you live in a property where they don't even know what his car looks like. Now these people are walked in, y'all laying up in there smelling like just, you know, smelling like, uh, you know what I mean. And all of a sudden, here's a four-year-old and an eight-year-old talking about, that's just nasty. Your kids done walked in, you laying up in the bed, your booty out, he's up there, his ashy behind is out. What are you going to tell these kids? And those of you that, especially those of you that have unique body types, I'm going to say that as good as I can, don't mess up a child's mind. I remember when I was a little boy, I walked in, Aunt Joella was coming out the shower. That has traumatized me, and I'm a grown man now, and I still have nightmares about seeing this woman naked. I'm sorry, y'all. It just scared me. I had a flashback. But the point I'm making is you may be Aunt Joella. So please, if you're going to do something intimate at your house, set a, an alarm on your phone, on the clock, Hell, set it on the oven timer if you ain't got those things, but make sure you get his butt out your house before your kids come back. 
And they don't need to be coming over there and he got he got up and you got your you got your drawers on backwards and your blouse on backwards and you know, he ain't he's coming out the bathroom sweating and what you don't need that. That's just nasty. So have the sense to think about what you're gonna do. Now, here's the next one. When you decide that I'm gonna give him some because I need this more than him. Okay, I'm feeling you. I got you on this. You hear me, sister? I got you. Stop and ask yourself, would I want to get pregnant by this man? That's how the hell you got to be a single mom the first time. Okay, you get me? Stop and ask yourself, because some of y'all are fertile myrtle, and you know it. Ask yourself, did, do I really, if I got pregnant by this guy, would I want him to be a father to my child? Because if you can't say that, you don't need to be sleeping with this man. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you. Do not lay your behind down with a man that you would not have a child by because that's how the hell you got to be a single mom to start with more than likely. The other thing is after you start having sex with a man, have a conversation after it. And I know men ain't going to be feeling this, but deal with his feelings. His girlfriend, think about your feelings. Ask him, you know, you know, and you need to ask yourself before you even ask him, what does this mean that I've had sex with this guy? You know, does this mean that we have a relationship now? Does this mean that this is leading something? Because more than likely, girlfriend, it ain't. And, and a lot of you sisters, you know, especially women that are progressive and with careers, you ain't trying to marry him no way. So don't let that fool get whipped and get caught up into something that ain't fixing to happen. You feeling me? Make sure that you say to him, look, well, that was good. I enjoyed this, um, you know, but I just needed a fix. I mean, tell a man the truth. Or if you really have, you know, you, you one of these people that love hard, and that's why you didn't have sex, because you already knew when you give it up, you lose your damn mind, right? What I want you to do is stop, and if you end up just, you know, you didn't mean to give it up, but you did. Okay, you, you're in the room. You, you, he can't call Tyrone. Tyrone ain't at home. So now... You, I don't want to find you up here singing love don't live here anymore and playing the Merry Christmas baby and it's a man's world and all this kind of stuff after this flies south on you. Sit down after sex. Get dressed. Please go take a bath. Don't be leaving the house. Y'all been doing all that and you ain't bathed because that's nasty. But after you have sex, I want you to say, can we go have a conversation? I'd like for us to go to dinner. I'd like for us to go talk, just something real simple, and talk about it and ask the guy and ask yourself. more. And, and ladies, I'm really saying ask yourself these questions more than you ask the man, why did I just do that? What does that mean to me? What, what am I going to do now that I've gone down this path? You know, are we friends with benefits? Is this a serious relationship? And whatever you do, if it was some really, really, really good sex, I really want you to have this conversation with yourself first. And if you know you love hard, if you know that you can be a little kooky, 
Because that last dude you slept with, you keyed his car and bust his windows and all. You playing that song, I'll bust the windows out your car. If that is who you are, you don't need to have frequent sex with him. Wait about 10 days. And I'm not talking about just because you're on your period. Come on now. I mean, I want you to wait at least 10 days before you sleep with this person again. And if you find your feelings really getting caught up in this guy, have sex no more than three times a month. And I understand you're a freak, and now that you let the cat out the bag, the cat's meowing, you know, everywhere. Okay, that's all good. But we need you to keep some sense. Remember, I told you how this thing works. In the brain, you just release that cocktail in the brain. Your serotonin is all over the place. Oxytocin, estrogen, you know, you got this norepinephrine, you know, all of these little things in your brain just and said, hey, I'm over here, hit it, you know, all of that. You can't shut that down, people. That is physiological stuff that's going to happen. But the emotional validation, the psychological validation, a girl, uh-huh, he got a six-pack. Well, okay, he almost had a six-pack, or he packed Okay, all of that. Now you've validated yourself psychologically. And then you messed them, told your big mouth cousin and friend or whoever. All of a sudden, you are put yourself in a situation of something that you want to keep up that maybe if you took away all of that, you probably wouldn't want to keep it up. Or maybe you would. But if you pace yourself, and remember, you have children. That's why we did this show tonight, Single Moms. You can't all of a sudden get some penis in your life and lose your damn mind. So slow your roll, establish the boundaries. Remember, you are somebody's mother. Don't end up with me looking at you on some video on VH1, you know, like what's that crazy girl's name, Mimi? Her child has to deal with that. So if you're going to film your sex life and all that, that's all cool. That's too considered adults. But make sure he got as much to lose as you. Make sure you know this, cat. And above all, even though it's not filmed in your phone, it's filmed in your mind. All you have to do is close your eyes and you hit the replay button, right? So think before you act, look before you leap. And the next thing I'm going to tell you, um, this Wednesday show is going to be off the chart. It comes on at noon. Set the reminder. Now uh, we're going to put it up. But we're gonna, I'm going to tell you how to bring the perfect mate into your life. No joke. Everything that we are resulted from thoughts, and we attracted these things to you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to talk about that this Wednesday, how to bring the perfect mate to your life. Anyway, with all of that said, if you have not done this, make sure you sign up on the Dr. D. Von Young website. Make sure you register. If not, on Facebook, go to the Dr. Oh, it's not Dr. It's just D. Spell like Ivan, I-V-A-N, D, Ivan Young. And hit the like button on the Arthur page, the follow button on the other page. There is lots and lots of good stuff out here uh, that I don't want you to miss because, like I said, we're giving you the tools to start living up a boundary, extraordinary life. Last thing I want to say to you, don't pull your drawers down without thinking. Anyway, with that said, I love you madly. Have an awesome week. Talk to you soon.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.